Hey hoes and welcome back to another episode of Morning Cup of Hope podcast. Thank you so much for coming back. So today I'm super excited because we actually have our first guest on the show today. So we have my friends Kanisha and Grace and today we just sat down we talked a little bit about some advice that we would give ourselves when we were younger and I'm really excited for y'all to hear our conversations and really how we were thinking and feeling during this podcast and stay tuned because we'll have additional episodes after this Um, but yeah I'm so excited for y'all to hear this so we'll jump right in enjoy this is gonna be an exciting episode I'm gonna let them introduce themselves and then we're gonna hop into it So go ahead, Kanisha. Hey, everybody. I'm Kanisha. I am a city girl living in the South. Okay. Still figuring life out. Yeah. Not with the bars, though. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Got a calm little 16 for everything. We're going to pass it over to Grace. Hey, hoes. I feel like I got to do that because Imani does that. But I, I'm Grace. I've known Imani because we grew up in the same neighborhood, went to the same high school, and she will probably deny it, but she knows I'm her best friend. Yeah, that's not the truth. That's not the truth. (laughs) (laughs) Well, hoes, today we're going to be talking about advice that we would give our younger selves. I know sometimes we be trying to figure out what life is, and we wish that we could tell ourselves things that we know now, so we're going to kind of figure it out and see what advice we would give ourselves so go ahead Kanisha's gonna start with the first thing oh that kind of like awkward moment where you gotta be the first person to speak (laughs) spotlight's on you now right it's all on me okay um so one big piece of advice I would probably give myself my younger self I should say um is to like really learn how to forgive and forget like it's easy Mm. to say um but it's, it's really hard to do and a lot of times you kind of carry that trauma with you, you know, whatever you went through into your older age and it kind of affects relationships and things like that. Um, so, yeah, I would definitely tell myself, like, you know, life goes on. Whatever the situation is that you're in now, you probably won't be in five years from now. That's true. You know, life is short. You may not be here tomorrow. So it's just kind of so yeah. much to factor in. But definitely being able to really forgive and forget. So that's that's a big one for me. No, I definitely understand that because I feel like a lot of times, I mean, still now, I like I feel like if somebody do you wrong, like you don't want to forgive them. You just like, I'm going to cut them out of my life. Like, especially like, that's how I feel. Like, unless you like my close friend, I'm like, I'm just not going to talk to you again. Like, I'm not wasting my time. Mm-hmm. But I feel like as an adult, you know, you got to give people second chances unless it's like some wild stuff that they did to you. Right. Mm-hmm. And unforgivable. I feel like the hardest thing with that, too, is when you don't know how to forgive and forget. Yeah. You, you kind of become a little hardened on the outside mm-hmm. um so you know like i i am a very emotional person like a very emotional person but you'll probably never be able to tell because mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm always gonna have like you know this very hard kind of exterior no nah, that's how i am too this and yeah but yeah had i been able to forgive and forget i'd probably just be a big emotional burst of energy <laughs> <laughs> But it's hard. Like, when somebody do you wrong, I feel like, like, for me, I be thinking about it. Like, if I if I decide to be your friend again, when I hang out with you, I'm be like, nah, because she did this, she did mm-hmm. that. And I'm always be thinking about it. I might bring it up, then how we really going to be friends. Like, it's hard. I think I think for me, too, I'm like, I have to kind of, for, I have to forgive for me mm-hmm. in order for me to move on and not to, like, keep carrying it. Because 
at least like from my past, like I learned it's only hurt myself. Right. I'm holding on to this and then like it's coming into like, to, like you said, to like my new relationships and I'm always bringing it up. So exactly. I, I do it for myself more for, for the person. No, but I've definitely heard people say that because they're like, when you be holding a grudge against somebody, like it's really not affecting them because you're the one thinking about it. You're right. the one that keep bringing it up. They didn't moved on with their life and exactly. we just sitting here looking stupid. Like. Cut yourself twice. Right. Ooh, hold up, yeah, cut yourself twice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not Gracie with the quote. Look, look. Spoken word. Okay, okay, we see what you did there. <laughs> but it's, it's true because I feel like in situations like that, you subconsciously start to think that everybody that you do meet is coming at you. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you always feel like there's a like an underlying motive. And they might just, you know, they might just be a genuine person. But now yeah. you're thinking everything they do is with an, a specific intention. Yeah. Like, you know, oh, yeah. Ooh, that's, a, that's a good one. Oh, that was a good one. Good way to start us off, Kanisha. We're going to go ahead and slide over to the next one, Gracie. Okay, and also my name is not Gracie. It's, it is <laughs> okay. Grace. Just for the record, <laughs> it is Grace. <laughs> Let's have a quick pause because we're going to tell them because why are you trying to lie about your name, Gracie? My name is G-R-A-C-E. Let's drop the I. <laughs> so when I met Gracie, she introduced herself as Grace. Then she added me on Facebook. Her name on Facebook was Gracie. And can we Gracie? Can we please note that I was 14 years it old? It doesn't matter how old you were. Age it matters matter. in this situation. It doesn't matter. Like your name is Gracie. I was going to high school. I wanted to reinvent myself. I wanted to say, you know what? I'm not Grace anymore. I am Grace. <laughs> she is Grace. But I made the foolish mistake of forgetting to change my Facebook name before. Made the idea that I was gonna reinvent myself. Well, Gracie, I guess we'll let you slide for today. We'll call you Grace. Just thank because, you. you know, we're gonna be nice, but. Well, thank you. <laughs> well, what is the advice you would give yourself, Gracie? I would say, like, the advice that I would give myself, especially like, when it just comes to like relationships, whether it's like friendships or like, you know, partner relationships, if someone is not adding value to your life in any way like they don't need to be there if they're only taking from your life and like mm. not adding or bringing in anything into the relationship it's not gonna work in the long run <laughs> because you're just gonna get burnt out or you're just getting tired of it like that's not how a partnership or friendship you know works like you have to you know do work to continue their relationship so if someone's only taking and not adding to it it's, just, it's time to, to let them go. Yeah. I wish someone would have told me that, you know, when I was younger. Instead of, like, you know, I feel like for me, like, back then, like, I would just, like, want to keep trying harder and harder. But <laughs> that's the opposite of what I should have done. I'm like, okay, you know what I'm doing? Oh, let me walk away. <laughs> yeah. But now I feel like it'd be like, well, maybe it's not. Maybe I'd just be having unrealistic expectations. Because I feel like in movies and stuff, people be like, you know, you got to keep trying. Like, you know, relationships are going to be hard and this and that. But it's like hard to what extent, though? And my thing is, too, like, that's a good point. My thing is, like, I think, you know, everyone needs something different from a relationship. And I think it's important to kind of, like, set those boundaries and, like, those I don't want to say like guidelines, but set like those ex- expectations of like, you know, what you need from either like this friendship or this like relationship and, you know, see if like if you're on the same page as yeah. like, as that person and if they're, they're not, you know, into that or they can't do that, then, 
you know, what's the point of continuing at that point? I think like, I think it, to be fair, like you do need to have that conversation with them. And then if, if things continue the way that they are and they are, you know, still continue not to add value to your life, I think that's when it's okay. Like, you know, I've done everything I could do. I've had the conversation with them and we're still in the same spot. Right. Because it's like, I don't know. I like metaphors. So I feel like it's just like, <laughs> it's like having a, a garden, but not taking care of it. You know what I mean? Eventually it's going to die. With sun, the, the sun can only do with so much. <laughs> you gotta water that garden, Gracie. You gotta fertilize it. You gotta take care of it. Like that's how our relationship is. Okay, Gracie, we see you. Look, <laughs> well, some hard lessons in life, tell you. But yeah, that's true. But I feel like that really comes with like growing and like age. Because I feel like when I was younger, I wouldn't have had like those hard conversations. I would have just let it be like, okay, I'm gonna hopefully it gets better or something, just hope for the best. But I feel like as an adult, you know you have to have the conversations. And if it don't work out, then at that point, at least you know you tried, mm-hmm. you know, to make some type of change. Exactly. I feel like that's that's like what Grace said was, you know, perfect. If you realize the person is not adding value, you kind of need to learn how to separate yourself. Because if not, you don't have those boundaries already in place. Mm-hmm. You're going to be burnt out trying to please this person. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, and they're clearly not on the same page as you. So, yeah, definitely. I agree with that. I've been stuck in a lot of situations simply because I haven't had boundaries put in place with people. So, you know, they just continue to do exactly what I allowed. Right. And I feel like in relationships, especially when you was like with somebody for a minute, you feel like you invested time. It's like, do I really want to leave or should I just like try to make it work out type stuff? Oh, my God. Oh. Let me just speak to the fact of trying <laughs> to make it work. Okay. <laughs> hey, because, honey, it is not all it's cracked up to be. Like, mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. I forgot this is a public podcast. Yeah, look. But I'm about to say, yeah, we ain't going to put that in Yeah, we, we ain't going to throw it all out. But we, we know the vibes. We yes. got some stuff. Right. I'm about to say, you want to talk about it? I can cut it out. Sometimes <laughs> you need to just don't, don't. You know, when, when shit starts to crumble, just let it crumble. Right. That's it. Being Captain Save a nigga. Don't be Captain Save a nigga. That's okay. it. Quote of the day. <laughs> Moral of the story. These men need to put in the same amount of work. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. I feel like everything happens for reasons, too. Yeah. yeah. That person's really supposed to be in your life. They'll be in it. If not, they're not. Even though it don't be feeling like it happened for a reason, you'd be like in your feelings. In the oh moment. yeah, well definitely. Yeah. Like at that moment, it's it's not be the end of the world. It's like oh my <laughs> god, like how am I going to keep going? But like you know, a couple years down the line, like man, I can't believe I was even in that situation. Okay. Like I'm so happy I'm not anymore. And I mean, neither one of you guys have kids, so it's probably different for you. But mm. you know, I have two children. They're both under ten. You know, they're almost two years apart. Um, I feel like with relationships like that, where kids are involved, it's mm-hmm. almost always harder to walk away. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, definitely. You really just can't, you can't disconnect completely. There still has to be some level of communication. Mm-hmm. Somebody has to be the bigger person, you know. And nobody wants to be the bigger person. Right, that's, that's the hardest thing. You're waiting for the other person to be the bigger person. Right. And, mm-hmm. Never ending cycle. Definitely. Okay, okay. Good advice to the hoes right now. Y'all should take this in. Like, <laughs> look, if y'all some little kids, look. Right. I'm about to say that's all, well, we could have advice for some people that's our age. Because maybe y'all haven't got to this point when y'all are, like, really trying to understand yourself and understand how to better yourself. So maybe this is some good advice. I'm hoping. 
And my mama over there saying, yeah, this is good advice. She feeling it. She feeling it. Good advice for everybody, even people in my age. And she old. Oh, don't be trying to. <laughs> that this is great advice, even for people my age. I'm 57, and I know people that are in this age group that are going through the same things that Grace and Kanisha have talked about. So whether you are 57, 27, 30, you have to realize that every relationship isn't meant to be. Sometimes you have to walk away for your own sanity. Mm -hmm. Because if you're the one that's always giving, 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 then it's not worth it. Because after a while, like one of Grace's analogies, you know, <laughs> your bucket is going to run dry. Right. They're going to keep taking, taking, taking from you and who's feeding you, so. And who's watering that garden that Grace spoke exactly. about? <laughs> you got to be watered in here. Who's watering that garden? And then the last thing I want to say. <laughs> With that forgive and forget, I'm 57, I've been through those things, trying to forgive and forget when it's friends or people that I thought were friends. Um, I got to the point that I forgave. I never forget. And I feel like once something happens between a person that you really think is your friend, that relationship is never the same. So you can run with that person in the, in the same circles and those types of things. However, I don't feel like for me, it's ever the same. Yeah, you know, I'm not gonna be rude or anything. And if that person would ask me to do something, I would do it. But that friendship is never the same again. Okay. Hold up, because hold I got a question because you said even if the friendship isn't there, if they ask you to do something, you're still gonna do it. Yes. Because unless they did something that was like real, real, real cutthroat then nah, lose my digits. Don't speak to me when you see me in public. And I know I'm 57 and they may, that may sound like it's a grudge, but if you do something that's really bad, then no, I don't have anything for you. But if we went through something, we couldn't work it out, um, I felt like I did my part to try to see what the issues were and we still couldn't work it out, then I can walk away, but I'm not walking away that I'm closing that door. You know, if they need something from me, I'm still there for them to a certain extent, but I don't think I'm ever going to be at that level that we're gonna be truly hanging out all the time, or you're gonna be that person that I would talk to if I'm going through something. We would, more so we are now associates versus friends, because to me there is a big difference between someone you consider an associate and someone that's your friend. Mm -hmm. okay. Thank you. Words of wisdom from the old lady. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm playing. <laughs> that was good advice, mother. It was. That was good. That was good. I just learned something. I learned a little something. Okay. So I think we're going to go to the next one for me. So I think the advice that I would give my younger self is to not care what people think. And to do stuff without caring what other people are going to think. Because I feel like, even now, I be I be doing the most. I just feel like I be nervous to do things based on what people are going to think. Whether that's like doing the podcast or what type of job I got or what I'm wearing or whatever. And I just feel like if I would have learned that a lot younger to not care what people think and just do what I want to do. I feel like I would have done, done a lot more than I have done. Like even going to college. 
mother. <laughs> I didn't want to go to college, but it's just like, for my parents, I feel like they wanted me to go. And then I felt like people was going to judge me for not going. Cause like everybody feel like you got to have a college degree. At least back then, I feel like it's changed. Like now people don't really care. But I feel like if I would have done things that I wanted to do rather than caring what other people would think, I would be maybe doing a different thing, maybe in a different spot in my life. Not saying I'm in a bad spot, but in a different spot I would be in. No, definitely. I think it's funny I have a saying. Oh, <laughs> I always have a saying. <laughs> but like, I literally say this all the time. I say, if you're not writing me a check, your opinion does not matter to me. Because like, to me, like, which, you know, for for me at least like one person writing me a check is my boss obviously at work so right. nobody else's opinion really matters to me because you know, i mean like yes like i can hear like your advice but ultimately like you know it's it's my decision your decision to like make that final decision because it's your life so whatever decision you're gonna you know make you have to own it at the end of the day but i think definitely like when you're younger and like it's hard to own those decisions because you because like for one like you know i think just like when you're younger you obviously don't have as much experience just because like right. it's just i mean with with age comes experience so i think when you're younger it's definitely harder to to do that because i know especially like when i was figuring out i had no idea what i wanted to go to college for and i feel like we put so much pressure on kids. I mean, like the fact that, like, when you are when you're 17, right, and then like when the clock hits midnight, you're 18. All of a sudden, you're like this adult. Like that's not like you know, like your mindset does not change that drastically when you turn 18. But you, but we expect kids that are 18 to start making all of these like huge life decisions, and it's like. I, I don't know. I feel like I've, I've always had like a lot of like conflicting feelings about that just because they're a kid. You know, you're a kid. So like, yeah, you want people to choose what they're going to do for the rest of their life. Like when they go to college, mm -hmm. like at 17, 18, you want to be like, all right, go to college. What are you going to do for the rest of your life? Like, I don't even know what I want to do tomorrow when I'm 17. Mm -hmm. Like, I really don't know anything. And you want me to choose the rest of my life? That's just wild. I feel like for me, it was a little different. Um, I grew up in a city, so I always feel like, well, I grew up in Brooklyn, let me be specific. Yeah. No, it's no place better, home of the hard knocks, never ran, never will. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, I feel like for me it was different. You know, I've always grown up with tough skin, so I didn't really care too much about opinions. But so, um, just to piggyback off of what Grace was saying, like, you know, when the clock strikes 12, you're 18, and now it's like, a bunch of assumed responsibilities like they expect you to be a completely different person and some people just mentally are not there yet like me personally i feel like i've been you know very mature since i've been younger because i've always had like bigger responsibilities but yeah like for me college wasn't wasn't really um like a big thing so my i have an aunt um both of her daughters went to college she went to college you know they're like very educated i love my cousins they got their masters one's a teacher um yeah the other one She's a, yeah, it don't even matter because I don't even know, but yeah. <laughs> but yeah, there was no real push from like my side for college, um, mostly because of finances. You know, we, you know, my mom couldn't really afford it. She was a single mom. So it was kind of just like, what's the next best thing? Like, I graduated high school. 
in June. I literally got my first job like within the first week of July and I've been working ever since. But I think that's so, like, interesting to see, like, how, like, I guess people upbringings, like, determine how that goes. Because I feel like, obviously, for me, like, I feel like my mom wanted me to go, well, my parents wanted me to go to college. Just be, first of all, just because they felt like college was an important thing to do. But also because my brother didn't go to college, I felt like that was, like, a push. Like, they wanted me to do something different than he did. So I feel like once he didn't go to college and he was... My brother used to be a little crazy. He used to be out here in these streets, like just needed to get his life together. So I feel like they wanted, y'all wanted a child that had their life together. They had a, a clear path. But I feel like me going to college didn't give me a clear path because I went to college for a degree that I'm never going to use. So it just kind of felt pointless. I mean, I'm happy I got it because I feel like jobs don't care what your degree is in as long as you have a degree. Mm-hmm. But it still, it still felt like it didn't help my path at all. Like I didn't have a wonderful college experience that really changed my trajectory of my whole life or anything. So let me ask you a question then. Like, so if you had to do it all over, knowing what you know now, what would you have done? I don't think I would have went to college. I think, well, let me not even say that. Cause I may have went to college later, but I think I would have took more time to maybe figure out what I wanted to do so that when I went to college, it was for something that I knew would I like, that's what I wanted to do because when I went to college I'll be honest like I feel like I just chose something random it's just like oh I like law and order like I like you know I like crime shows I like crime movies like this seems interesting like this is something that I want to do so I like applied and I did it and then like I'm in classes I'm like nah like this ain't it and I'm seeing like, you know, pictures of crime scenes and all this stuff. And I'm like, nah, like I know for sure I'm not doing this. But at that point it's like, I'm not about to drop out. So I'm gonna, so I'm gonna just finish it and just, you know, figure out what I'm gonna do with my life after that. It's funny you mention that. Cause I feel like, and I think this happens a lot in like Europe. A lot of kids take gap years, yeah. gap year over there before they actually start college. So it, right, to your right. point, it gives them time to kind of figure out what they like, what they don't like. They travel, they see the world and then they start college. Right. So I, I wonder, and I feel like this is, you know, this is my conspiracy theory coming out. <laughs> like obviously like, you know, in America, we make a lot of money off of like the different universities and the college, the government, all that. So I think, I don't know if they would really promote us doing that, but <laughs> it's interesting how they do that. And it's like, you know, pretty well known in, in a lot of European countries. Yeah, I don't think they would ever do that. And I, I feel like one of the biggest things that when people say they're going to take a gap year, people always like, you're not going to want to go back. Like, you're going to take that year and then you're going to realize you don't want to go to school. And I was like, if they realize they want to go to school, maybe that was never for them. Like, you're going to put them in debt for four, like going for four years when they don't know what they want to do. Like, people could get a trade and do like a class, get a certificate or whatever. And I mean, I'm not mad that I went to college, but it's just like, it would have it would have been more meaningful if I had an idea of what I wanted to go for. Because I'm not using my degree and I... I never will use anything with criminal justice or psychology. I feel like what we're talking about right now um, definitely kind of makes me think about like nature versus nurture. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of just brings everything, you know, look, look. I'm a little smarty on the low. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it definitely kind of just like brings me right to that point because mm-hmm. I like, just listening to you guys college was like a push for you did you finish grace oh yeah 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 nice it was yeah it wasn't an option (laughs) it wasn't wasn't an option (laughs) 
But that's a good thing. I feel like, you know, it's important to have family or even parents that are kind of equipped to put you in a position for things like that. Um, even though I didn't, I went to college probably like three times. Mm-hmm. Um, the time before the last time, I ended up finding out I was pregnant with my son. Um, and I had like six classes left, but I got really sick and I just couldn't do it. I just mm-hmm. couldn't. Um, but I was so disappointed because in my mind, I was eager to be like the one. You know, I have an older sister. She didn't go to college. My mom didn't finish high school. My sister didn't finish high school. I graduated high school, so that was like a big accomplishment for me. Mm-hmm. So I was like, of course, college is next. But I had to work when I went to college. Um, mm-hmm. So that was hard. Imagine trying to have, you know, an eight-hour schedule, working at a grocery store, and then still getting up and go to school. Um, so, yeah, there's definitely a lot of factors that kind of go in place. <laughs> yeah, and what was you um, going to school for? Um, when I went initially, I went for electromechanical technology. Sheesh. Oh, wow. Yeah. I was really into like computers and like hands-on stuff. Um, but I got a little discouraged because there was it, it was like no women in that mm. class. It was like one Chinese girl and I was the only black girl. And it was, it was kind of just... It's easy. And this is why what they say is important. Representation matters. Yes. Had I seen at least one black professor that was a woman or somebody that just made me feel like the tech field was more, you know, within like the scope for black people. Like, you know, I, right. I could kind of smoothly transition here. Yeah, I, I definitely would have kept up with it. Um, but yeah, then I switched to liberal arts. And after liberal arts, I switched to like just general education, mm-hmm. working with kids. But after I had my son, I said, oh, general education is not for me. <laughs> I will not deal with everybody else's kids. No. no. And what did, did you already know what you wanted to do with like the um, first degree or you just kind of knew you liked computers? Um, so with the first degree, it would have been, I knew that I didn't want to do like programming. Mm-hmm. So the electromechanical um, technology was more so hands-on. So like building motherboards and circuits and stuff like that so i was really interested in that um but yeah yeah i i do agree that college is not everything but i personally would want my kids to go to college like i would want to make sure that i have them in a position where they don't have to worry about how they're going to pay for it or you know because i i actually did work study and i had a real job on top of that so it was just like a lot of stress it was a heavy load um yeah i feel like like, I, I feel like I would encourage my kids to go to college, but it's just like, I feel like because I know that there are other options out there, I wouldn't like try to force it on them. Like, I'm gonna definitely be like, if you're not going to college, you need to be trying to figure out what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Like, like, maybe taking classes to get some type of certificate or like trying to figure out getting a job that's like something that you really like. Right. Mm-hmm. So, that, so that at least you're not just like setting yourself up for failure. Like, but I definitely don't think college is, I don't want to say necessary, but mandatory. Yeah, I mean, I think like for me, like I definitely like got, um, I guess value. It's like, but like I think in terms of like skills, I feel like my mom did a really good job of like teaching me a lot of those skills that you may have learned in college, like going like communication and like work ethic that some kids need to go to college to learn that or have to or go to some type of trade school to learn that. So I feel like from that standpoint, like I kind of already had that piece of the puzzle, but in terms of like what I'm currently doing at my job right now, where I, I'm, I, I'm like designing, I think those aspects of college help, definitely did help me because mm-hmm. 
I learned certain, you know, techniques about design and like the science behind it. But like, I sometimes I ask myself, like, you know, could I have just like learned that online? <laughs> which I mean, like, which I definitely know. I know designers who did not go to college, so I know it's definitely possible. So I always kind of ask myself, like, hmm, I wonder if I could have gone that route instead of going to college. I definitely would have saved a lot of money, mm-hmm. yeah. but because I and I I went like an untraditional college route because like I went to community college for two years and then I transferred from community college to four year institute. So like that is like you know I didn't spend the whole four years there, and it was definitely like I definitely had a lot of moments where I was like. Am I gonna finish? Because like at one point, like I was going to community college and I was going to the four years to at the same time, mm-hmm. taking classes, and I had a, a job that I had to work. And it's like, I'm like, what am I gonna do? My homework? But like, I mean, luckily I made it out the other end. <laughs> but like sometimes I'm like, I don't know. Like if you know, if one thing could, if one thing was different, I don't know if I would have made it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm like you know life happens it does so it's like it was it was hard so that's really crazy like how everybody had different experiences because i feel like y'all had like a similar like y'all was really working hard and i feel like for me it was really i mean not saying that i wasn't working hard but i feel like i didn't have a hard college experience like i mean i worked but it wasn't like i was working like crazy hours or nothing like i didn't have like two jobs i wasn't you know going to two freaking schools at one time like like, I feel like the stress of college was really mostly for my procrastination. Like, of I had an assignment that I knew about for a month, and I'm waiting to two hours before it's due to do it. Mm-hmm. It wasn't because of school or work that I didn't have time to do it or, you know, having a baby. Like, it was just really, like, me procrastinating and me not being on top of what I had to do. Why you mention that because I still procrastinated. <laughs> so, yes. but my whole life is <laughs> I know my I, whole life is made up off of procrastination. Pro- yeah, it's so bad though because like procrastination, like it feels good in the moment because it's just like, oh, I don't have to do it now. But when you gotta do it, it's just like, why did I wait so long? But I feel like I never stopped procrastinating because I always got it done. Exactly. It's just like, well, it got done, so like, do I really need to stop? And to I know, be honest, right? I feel like I work better under pressure, so right. I feel like I always did my best mm-hmm. at the last. I'm trying to convince myself that, but like, I was talking to my therapist about that, and she was really saying like, even though you feel like you work better under pressure and you get good work done, imagine how much better it could have been if you just took the time to do it, like in a timely manner. And I'm just like, but I got a good grade. Like, did it matter? Like, does it matter? And she's like, it could have been better. But you waited to the last minute and now you're rushing to do it. You don't have time to like, you know, take your time, really think it through. You don't have time to edit it like you would have. You don't have time to like double check on anything. You just doing it and submitting it. Yeah. And like at one point too, like when I had my therapist in college, like I would talk to her about like, you know, why I was procrastinating. And like sometimes like it really was like my anxiety of like yeah. I know I have all this stuff to do and I I can't figure out how to like do it all. So I'm just not gonna do anything right now. <laughs> so that would be me. Yes. <laughs> But I mean, eventually it would get done and it would get done on time. But like, you know, I was avoiding it because I'm like, I just don't know how to do this. Instead of like, you know, she gave me some good coping methods. Like, no, try writing it down. Write down everything you have to do. Like, when you're going to do it. I was like, I can, but am I going to do that? <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. Yeah. Exactly. Well, I'm on doing the 
<laughs> that's really how it be like i feel like they be really trying to give you some motivation to like okay you need to write it down you need to like my um therapist told me i need to like set timelines for myself because i'm very strict on time and it's just like yeah i will do that but then i procrastinate on the time limits like i'll say okay i need to finish this i need to start doing this at five o'clock then it'd be 501 i'd be like dang i missed the timeline so now i gotta wait another 30 minutes i might as well watch tiktok real quick like and i just procrastinate i keep pushing it off and it's funny because like when i would have like group projects in school i would never procrastinate when it came to like me working with other people but i would only procrastinate when it came to myself so i'm like i'm doing this well too why can't i do it for myself right you know the crazy part? I would always try to avoid group projects as much as I oh, could. Yeah. I was telling my, <laughs> I just told my mom of the story. What was that like yesterday? I had a um, group project and I hate working on groups because I don't, I don't like talking to people. So I don't, you know, I don't like. Says the recruiter. <laughs> I know. Says the podcast host. I know, right? <laughs> well, the podcast host, I, I get to talk to myself, but, but no, like I really hated work, working with people and talking to people. So it was this project we had and it was a two part project. We had to do like a presentation and then like a five, six page paper. Oh, I, remember, I think I remember this yeah. one. You were talking about so, this. So because I hate working with people, I told them, look, y'all do the presentation. I'll write the whole paper by myself. I write the whole paper. I don't like, it's cool, whatever. I did the whole paper. The paper was mm -hmm. great. The teacher was like, the paper was great. I just wish I would have put more effort into the presentation. I did the whole paper and y'all couldn't do the presentation. But I really wrote the whole paper because I was like, if I do this, I could do my own research. I ain't got to talk to them. Mm -hmm. I just got to be prepared to get up there like and do the presentation because they did like the PowerPoint, but I had to still present with them. Right. Man, that PowerPoint was trash. And I'm like, bruh, how did y'all like... But yeah, I'll do anything to avoid working with people. I don't care if it's extra work. Y'all ain't gonna be talking my head off. Yeah. And I don't know, I feel like I have like a big, I have some trust issues with working with, <laughs> to say it nicely, some trust issues with working with other people. Maybe so I like, should've. <laughs> I'm like, I don't, like, you could do the work, but I don't know if it's gonna, like, and this is like my type A controlling personality. Like, I don't know if it's gonna be like to my standard, yeah. but I would rather just do it. That makes sense. But then I kind of feel bad because I'm like, I still want them to feel like included. But See, you always want to include somebody. I, 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 well, I'm sorry. My <laughs> conscience is like, I'm sorry. I, I don't know. Like, you know, and I feel like, I honestly like really feel like it has a, like a part of like with like my name because like, you know, Grace is like giving people like stuff that they may not deserve or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And like, when I was younger, my mom would like, kind of like say that all the time. Go, this is why I named you Grace, because you do blah, 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 blah. So I, no, <laughs> no, it's not. Cause like sometimes it really has like, sometimes it's come like, like kind of like bite me in the butt. Cause like, yeah. I have sometimes I have a hard time like setting boundaries with you were like okay I'll, I'll just do it or i'll just you know because i feel bad or whatever yeah. even though like i really shouldn't feel, be feeling bad because they're not doing their part mm -hmm. so it's a good and a bad thing like Hey hoes, and thank you so much for listening to this episode. We had so much fun recording this episode, and I'm really hoping that y'all had some fun listening to it and also gained some type of value. We think it's so important to be able to reflect on your younger self, things that you would have done differently, or things that you just wish that you knew now, because a lot of times when you're young, you don't really know what path you're going on, but it's never too late to figure it out. So make sure you stay tuned for next week's episodes where me and the hoes will continue talking, and we'll talk about things like boundaries, 
and friendships and make sure you're also following on all platforms leaving a review and telling a friend of a friend to listen to this podcast because we want all the hoes to be on so i will see y'all hoes next week i look forward to it see y'all later peace